You're listening to The Three of Witches, a podcast where we explore themes around the lived experiences of witches and pagans. I'm Rosemary. I'm Red. And I'm Fern. And this week we will be discussing navigating relationships as a pagan in a non-pagan world. decided that we wanted to kind of touch on specifically uh, navigating relationships, not just, you know, romantic, but also especially familial, Um, because we kind of touched on it in our first episode and realized we could definitely make it its own uh, episode. Um, None of us were raised pagan, raised in pagan communes in a pagan (laughs) city, so we are very much American citizens in a predominantly... Uh, I mean, being a pagan and an American citizen are not mutually exclusive. No, no. <laughs> but but living in a predominantly Christian society. Mm-hmm. Built on Christian values, even if it was technically built for freedom of religion. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we're we're gonna you're gonna come into some difficulties, some hard conversations, some uh, misunderstandings we kind of were uh, touching on before we started this podcast about misconceptions that a lot of people can have. I don't know if anyone wanted to start with any kind of stories, perhaps maybe where someone had a misconception or mm-hmm. um, not quite a great understanding. I guess I can go first. As I said in the first episode, I was raised Christian uh, in a household with parents very dedicated to going to church every Sunday. Um, Like, no, not really any choice in the matter. And definitely didn't really have a choice until I was like going to college. And then even when I came home, it was a bit of a, a bit of a thing for me to still not go to church. And I was very close was I am still very close with my mother, who is very Christian, but I would say more spiritual um, than just religious. Um, And my rough view of that is that spirituality is more fluid more personal and of course it takes a shape of a lot of different religions but there's just more flexibility there whereas religious to be religious I would view as being a bit more dogmatic a bit more rigid in the way you express uh, your religious thinking and I would view my mom as spiritual and my dad is more so religious and when I started Going down the path of being pagan, I did tell my mom, and we didn't talk a whole lot about it for a while, but our most recent discussions over the past, I don't know, two years or so, said that she felt that this, that this might be how Jesus is presenting himself to me, that the gods that I believe in and that I am worshiping aren't those gods that they're just Jesus, who decided to come to me in this way because it it was more palatable to me. And on the one hand, I appreciate she doesn't think I'm going to hell. But on the other hand, it still is frustrating because it still feels like there's not that real acknowledgement of like, this is its own religion. This is its own spirituality. It's unique and I don't know, it just feels like it's still kind of ignoring a lot of 
what I actually believe in and not fully acknowledging it. And again, it's nice she kind of respects it and doesn't think that I'm going to hell, but it's still that little bit of frustrating of like, okay, but it's still more than that. Like, I, I'm I'm not worshiping Jesus and I would like you to be okay with that. Yeah, I and I and I get that that is kind of almost perhaps a position she has to take. Yeah. In order to see what you're doing is any way truthful, because mm-hmm. the other alternative is that you're insane and you're doing voices. <laughs> or that um, I'm worshipping Satan. Oh, yes. Well, of course, there's always that option. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I can see how it's invalidating, because it's not saying, okay, well, maybe you're right, and that's that's just, you know, you do you, and it's definitely... Because I, I also have that with um, my partner is Christian, and we've had conversations about religion and gods and the and the gods and and he said something kind of similar because um but it's in the vein of if if you as a christian are told there is only one god and he is all that there is how is it then possible that you're talking to different gods Mm -hmm. because he's like i believe that you are right but then how does that fit in with the worldview that there is only one that's all he is also he's three somehow <laughs> um also saints if you're catholic or, or orthodox yeah so it's i i can see how that could be very hard when you have that incredibly monotheistic worldview correct me if i'm wrong but the ten commandments don't state that there is no other gods but that you should yeah. worship no other gods precisely that is yeah that is true and like i mean from a historical point of view i would argue that the bible is edited and you i don't know how to phrase this i mean like i i respect you if you view there's only one god but i don't think it's like blasphemy technically a lot of religious figures would consider it blasphemy but like technically i don't think it would really be going against christianity to say that there are other gods you just don't worship them because mm-hmm. I mean that's what I view I think I worship specific gods but just because I don't worship other gods doesn't mean I don't believe in them like I believe in the Christian god he's just not I don't have a relationship with him anymore and I don't feel the need to rebuild that relationship yeah do you feel like the well so with your family you're saying that it's it's primarily from this perspective of they're Christian and they have this worldview. I, I don't know if any of your other family members, is your rest of your family fairly Christian and religious or? I, I've had, I think, a bigger issue from another family friend who um, is not Christian. He was raised Christian and I think probably Catholic and was at some point, I think, I don't know if he was considering being a priest, or, but like he was definitely like studying it very closely and like I don't know what happened, but he left that and probably more of a story there than I know than what I know. And like kind of a little bit into like Eastern religion philosophy now, but isn't doesn't really call himself anything, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But he was a very close family friend, he still is. I keep speaking in past tense for some reason. Um and like I told him that I was pagan in like twenty sixteen ish. Um, so a few months after I declared to myself that I was pagan, um, and he just kind of like nodded 
and I'm assuming that he thought I was just saying I was atheist in an edgy way. Um, and I say that because a few years later, this was actually like December 2019. I don't remember how we got on the topic, but I was we were talking and I was saying like, well, I'm, I'm pagan. Like I told you I'm pagan. Uh, and he just kind of looked at me and jokingly said like, what you're gonna like you you like believe in Zeus and like you worship Zeus and I was like I don't but I know people who do work with the Greek pantheon and then he's very quiet (laughs) um and like it's been pretty much fine since then but there of course that is still very frustrating to have a close family friend be like like you don't you don't like worship Zeus you don't believe in Zeus and it's like Actually, I do like like I don't worship him. I believe in him, but you're also kind of shitting on my friends a little bit. Um, and like, this is a valid belief system, even if it's a different belief system, which is was always very very frustrating. But we haven't really talked about it since, so I hope it's okay. Mm-hmm. My extended family, my one uncle, I don't know the other uncle probably is some flavor of Christian. I know my aunt is Christian. She is kind of chill. I think she she does know that I'm pagan and we've never really talked about it, but she's quote unquote fine with it. Um, my brother is somewhere on agnostic atheist and he doesn't really care that I'm a pagan. He's just like, it's just a different religion and it's not for me, but like whatever. Um, I mean, as far as my dad, I just don't talk to him about that. I don't don't know how that would go and I'm not super interested in finding out yeah yeah parents are hard my my dad is somewhere similar in that but more of because like I said in the last episode like I think he's more of a or maybe I didn't I don't remember time is hard but uh something more along the lines of like a deist like he definitely believes that there is a god and um I don't know how he feels about Jesus um, I haven't, I haven't really had very deep, uh, theological, philosophical, spiritual conversations with my father. Same. Um, I ask him how his day goes and he says, fine. And that's what he's been saying for 20 plus years. So, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I think I, I don't really talk with him about it because it just doesn't seem to be something he's comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, like he, he very much knows that I'm pagan. Um, like I, I talk about going to pagan club and, and I was talking about going to the, this pagan group that I started going to. Um, and then I say, Hey, sorry, I couldn't make it to family dinner. I was doing Maybon shit. Um, or, you know, uh, buy altars in my room and my mom has altars now. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it is spreading. She's, she's increasingly, she's just doing all of the things without the label we we went to dinner last night and she looked at me and she's like really into chaos magic right now okay okay that tracks though yeah mother i was like what oh okay (laughs) okay okay. and she has a statue to athena and she uh my family went through a, a a criminal proceedings and my mom prayed a lot to athena and nike mm-hmm and I was like, hey, girlfriend, <laughs> I have a word for what you do. And she's like, nah. She, she can't, t- you can't pin her down. That's fair. 
Um, which I think has been interesting for me because I would say I really like religion. I really like the the tradition and the ritual and, and kind of that part of it. And I would say my mom is way more loosey-goosey, eclectic, take whatever from feels. all over, just sh- doing all sorts of crazy shit. Um, and I'm like, well, I like these two pantheons, and then I will super duper research into them, and I'm going to follow this tradition, and I want to kind of like stick to this. And she's like, what? It's boring. <laughs> don't do that I, and, and I so I think it's interesting like with that different perspective of she's coming from like be more eclectic <laughs> don't call yourself a pagan just live your life labels are nothing go forward be free yeah so my mom's into chaos magic uh, <laughs> which I think tracks with yeah. all of the things also makes sense with her children yeah yeah oh yes Yes, my my younger brother is also like the agnostic atheist. It has nothing against religion. He thinks it's he doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's very like mathematical kind of thinker. Mm-hmm. And if two plus two doesn't equal four, then it's not correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so for him, it doesn't make sense. But he he gives like, yeah. me space. Yeah, and then my um, elder sibling is the one who got me into witchcraft was there with the the rose tonic just waiting for you to turn into a werewolf (laughs) disappointed when it didn't happen yeah um and they're also the one that uh like came into my room with like candles and was like you want to do something for animal (laughs) (laughs) what what do you what do you mean i don't know you want to like meditate or some shit like light things on fire for for litha one year we went to the woods and um you can just end the sentence there and it's already great yeah we went to the woods and we we like hiked through the woods and we went near the water and like ate fruit and looked up at the sky and there was a cool osprey that went over with a fish in its claws and we got in you know there was some drinking involved uh it was a good time it was a good time so i assume this litha happened after you were nine (laughs) (laughs) you don't know that (laughs) It could have been 10. It led an edgy childhood. Yeah, of course. Um, but for an, I don't know um, if you have any, uh, especially with your siblings. Yeah, so <laughs> um, I don't, I, well, with my parents, I never really told them. I never really had, like, it just never came up in any conversation and I didn't have much of a chance to kind of bridge that with them but both of my siblings know (laughs) and it's been interesting because my sister is building a relationship with Aphrodite and that's been actually you know a good thing for her and that was interesting to hear and I was very excited and she did research on her own and everything um I was actually kind of surprised because other people I've known who know I'm pagan will like ask a million and one questions before they do anything that could be remotely pagan, which is fun. And I don't mind it. I was just kind of surprised that someone else was like, I'll figure it out myself. Hmm. Okay. I am apparently the resident paranormal person in my family where I get texts that are like, Hey, what's this thing I saw? I'm like, I, I don't know, man. I can help you get rid of it, maybe. I don't know what it's called. 
I that's very specific. Mm-hmm. It's Craig. <laughs> you can ask his name. I guess. Yeah, it's Craig. It's, it's Craig. It's Craig. It's Craig. Okay. He's from this, you know, the store around the corner. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's okay. a little strange looking. Yeah, just don't bother him, and he won't bother you. It's, it's, it's chill. Honestly, that's a pretty good motto for a lot of spirits. Just don't bother him. Won't bother you. Like if it works, you know, for wild animals, it works for spirits. exactly. <laughs> just leave food away from your house. Mm-hmm. Make sure the trash is shut. You're good. No raccoons. No raccoons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't have too many stories with my family. Like, uh, my grandparents don't know. Um, <laughs> my grandfather did once bring up the topic of like what my religious stance is, but that was only in relation to my partner's religion mm-hmm. which my partner's jewish so my grandfather was just like are you interested mm-hmm. in that and i was like no not i'm 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 not jewish grandfather like, okay <laughs> and that was that was that was the conversation <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know what else to say i was like ah uh, is this the time <laughs> this the time that i tell you you just he asks the question and you hear the dramatic music building and you're like is it is it now is it now <laughs> and you're just like i'm not jewish and the music cuts away <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes but um the i guess one extended family part of my extended family that does know would be my my mom's sister and her husband do know they didn't really care when i told them uh, but it led to an interesting conversation over Thanksgiving where they asked me what I did for Halloween because I think they knew that there was some sort of pagan holiday around that time. So I explained that I'd gone to this retreat um, and some of the like workshops and activities that were there. And they really, my uncle in particular, really was very interested in like the details of how the things worked and you know did you actually talk to anyone on the other side and stuff like that um which was very interesting and the conversation basically led to him convincing the kids they should get a Ouija board (laughs) and I'd say that's a pretty good pretty good family relationship there good good Thanksgiving yeah a Ouija board at Thanksgiving right but not one of those mass-produced Ouija boards according like you have to get it from the thrift store so you know it scared someone and it works that was what that was the conclusion that I I mean I love that litmus test where like is it a good Ouija board did you find it at a thrift store where someone clearly abandoned it out of fright at the side of the road yeah oh if it's on the side of the road you're fucked (laughs) pick it up or don't pick it up (laughs) yeah but like once you pick it up you got to commit to that because you know that shit happened Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm yeah so that's that's what my family thinks of uh me being pagan is Mm -hmm. i'm the person you go to for ghost stories yeah (laughs) it's not a bad (laughs) you're the storyteller (laughs) <laughs> yeah no not even like i don't even tell the stories they're like so this thing oh i do <laughs> so so you're more like the paranormal researcher yeah apparently <laughs> apparently which is interesting my sister even like as a young like fairly young like probably by 10 she was like i want to be a medium and i was like no no you don't like why would you want to know these things <laughs> 
So I guess that's always been my position in the family. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was funny for me. So my mom has two younger sisters and uh, one of her younger sisters has three kids. And this is the witch child, which I think I've sent you guys pictures of my cousin. Mm -hmm. Um, When she, when she and her sister were really young, their younger brother has a lot of medical issues. So they'd have to come up to the specific children's hospital kind of close to where we live. And then we would watch them. And so I would babysit them a lot and they loved me and everything. And I would be like, you guys want to do witchcraft? (laughs) And we're like, yeah, that sounds so cool. Let's, let's do that. And so I remember we would do like get teas and like do tea parties and I would talk to them about plants and like the the youngest girl, she had a lot of bad dreams. So we're just like, let's, let's do like a thing for like bad dreams and everything. And, um, I like told their mom cause they're Christian. They're a very Christian family. And I was like, Hey, I just want you to know I introduced this. Um, that's kind of something that I do. If you're not comfortable with that, just let me know and we, I'll have a conversation. Like, I just want to make sure I'm not stepping on any toes. And my aunt was like, oh yeah, fuck around. Like, totally, you do you. Yeah, whatever. If they if they think it's it's just fun and it's, it's a fun thing to do and they think it's cute, cool, whatever. Like, or if they want to do what you, because also, again, I was very open about being pagan and into witchcraft. And she's like, and if they want to do that stuff, cool, whatever. Um, so the youngest girl, she's, gosh, I think she's 13, 12, 12 or 13 at this point, which goodness gracious, she's getting older. Um, but she's very into witchcraft mm-hmm. and aliens, but like very <laughs> into witchcraft. She's really into aliens. Like she's really into aliens, <laughs> but she's super into like herbs and crystals and she does little spells and she does a lot of, like, spells for her mom and, like, spells for her younger brother. And the whole family's very Christian. And mm-hmm. she's very Christian. And her mom actually reached out to me and was like, do you know any Christian witches? Like, is that a thing that she can do? Because we really want her to continue with the church and, like, continue with, you know, with God and Jesus. So is that like a thing? Like, does she have to be pagan? And then I had that whole conversation of like, it's separate. You can totally, I know I, you know, there's plenty of Christian witches. Um, I forget who was it. Can't say the name obviously, but didn't we have someone who came in who was like kind of Christian witchy? Um, Uh, he was like Orthodox and he was considering going down that path, but then he stopped coming after Samhain. Uh Oh, okay. I thought there was some. I thought there was a, a a female presenting human being. There might have been, but this was like the first year okay. that we kind of opened everything up. So. Yeah, yeah, hmm. can't. Yeah, but but um, it it's been very interesting, kind of like watching her. And for her birthday, I got her a uh, um a little calendar where each month is like different herbal correspondences and like <laughs> cool art with bugs and and um like floral art and everything and it's just it's just been interesting i think now we're on to the more juicy bits Um, yeah because no one here has a pagan partner or has ever dated a pagan you didn't no yeah not nope them being pagan after doesn't count no yeah because my i was in my pagan no (laughs) opposite my partner um is atheist like 
doesn't believe in anything very supportive very like that's fine that you believe in it um but I mean I still find this hilarious because again he's completely atheist doesn't believe in anything also will not have sex on Beltane um because of the fertility holiday and I was like but you don't you don't believe in it he's like yeah but like not chance not it. not chance it we're not we're not doing that and even though I'm like okay but Beltane doesn't have to be just human fertility he's like no 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 uh-uh, we're not doing it um like I, I sent him a joke picture of a condom that's like said Beltane on it he was like absolutely not <laughs> how dare you yes um I mean I, I have also joked that I think the biggest strain in her relationship would be if we live in a house I considered haunted because I would be like there's a ghost and he'd be like it's it's the wind <laughs> and like that would be a strain um but I mean like he's very fine with everything just doesn't believe in it mm-hmm. but also doesn't think that I'm crazy for believing in it so I think a, a key factor there mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah I would <laughs> agree with that one and doesn't sexualize you for it correct <laughs> yes considering yes. he would not like any sex to be involved in that ever <laughs> I've only ever been in two serious relationships both with people who are Catholic adjacent. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what's up with that. Like, neither of them were Catholic, but were very, like, um, my first boyfriend, his family was Catholic, but he was not. So, But he was very much forced into, like, going into church and everything. And he didn't have any solid, any ideas about really anything, like, ever at all. Um, any conviction at all. <laughs> but... <laughs> So it wasn't really much of a thing that we talked about. Again, I've been pagan and witchy, like very open about it from a very young age since before I met him. And it just was never a anything that we talked about. It just was a non-issue. And a couple of times I would be like, so like, what do you think about religion and deity and spirituality? He's like, I don't know. And that was about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my current partner is very Christian, very, very, um, you know, very strong in his convictions and, um, very, he was raised in the church and really loved it. You know, he had a lot of very fond memories, went to Catholic school. He's not Catholic, still went to Catholic school. Yeah. I don't know what's up with They that. just, they just have like an aura and they're just, just like, like, I want I'm, that. Ooh, you look like you got some shame going on. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's also a kinky. Anyway. <laughs> Um, but it's, it's been, he, he's also the same as, uh, your partner, um, Rosemary of like, he's very supportive and it's not like from any kind of invalidating. And actually for my birthday, we actually went to this pagan group who's, uh, near us. And it's the first time that he had ever done that. And he was we were we were talking the whole ride home and he was just like that is so different from church that is so different i did not realize <laughs> at all i mean I could, I could tell he was like kind of uncomfortable and also just trying to speak very nice about it to everyone he's yes. like i'm not a part of this i'm red's boyfriend and it's red's birthday and yay um this is cool. I'm here. <laughs> yep, that was him the whole, whole ride home. And and then we got to talking about and he's he was raised evangelical, unfortunately. Um and his it's super interesting cuz his parents have also left the evangelical church. 
Um, but it's still like he wasn't allowed to watch Harry Potter. He wasn't allowed to listen to secular music. He um, he was in uh, Christian school his entire life. He went to, in summers. He went to Bible camp. Like he was very insulated. And I know you're probably listening to this, and these are all things I've said to you. <laughs> but um, which you know, it it we've had a lot of conversations about it's hard to grow up with a specific worldview and be told you're right and there is only one way of doing things Mm -hmm. and then to meet someone who says the exact opposite Mm -hmm. and to because we've had a lot of conversations about reconciling those two things of how can I be convicted in my beliefs and still think that I don't think he's like, I don't think you're lying. Like, I don't think you're crazy. I don't think you're wrong. But then what are you? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's led to a lot of very interesting theological conversations. And we've said multiple times that we've actually deepened each other's religions. Like uh, I bring in elements and make him think about things that he wouldn't have previously thought about. And he's done the same for me Mm -hmm. um, and asked me hard questions um, and really, like, made me have to, def- not, def- I, sh- I don't want to say defend, because that's a, there's a negative yeah. connotation. Like, it's not from an attacking point. It's like, but why do you Justify. believe? Yes. Like, why do you believe this? What do you actually think about things? And it's, it's led to a lot of, like, oh, crap. I know I, I feel things. I know I, I know what I'm experiencing is true, but how do I articulate that? Mm-hmm. So it's it's been a very difficult <laughs> thing to navigate. Mm-hmm. I think especially if you're with someone who's very convicted in their morals and very convicted in their religion. And for, for them, it's really important. But what do you do when that worldview says something very different than your partner's worldview? Yeah, and that's, I don't know, I'm just thinking now that's kind of where you could get into the differences between being very religious versus being very spiritual. Mm -hmm. And again, not that one is better than the other, but just, it's probably always good to have a little bit of flexibility in Mm -hmm. your beliefs. Um, And I mean, we could get, I could get into a conversation about Christianity, because I definitely don't have baggage from it but you really don't I really don't I'm completely unburdened um but that's a conversation for another episode (laughs) my current partner is not pagan but doesn't have too many opinions on it and that's fine I don't have can't make anyone have opinions on anything Mm -hmm. (laughs) but like he's fine with it my previous partner though I will say, although he was not, he had no opinions and no problems. His family was very, very Christian. I don't remember what kind of Christian, but basically it would have been a case of if they knew, they either would have tried to bring me to church a lot, or it would have been like a you should leave her situation. Mm. So uh, I really didn't like that situation because at that point, 
none of my family knew and it felt like I was keeping something from them and then to go into another space and basically have to keep something from these people that like I don't like yes you're my partner's parents but you I don't really have that much of a relationship with you and like but it still felt like some level of authority mm-hmm. that I had to keep the secret from. And I did not like that. And I did not like, I guess that my partner also didn't just like tell them be like, this is the fact and you're going to be fine with it or we're never going to talk about it again. Mm-hmm. Like that bothered me that it was like definitely a case of, you know, for my comfort, we don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. So, which like, I get why, but, and I also never voiced that it was something that bothered me. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, mm-hmm. there's given, there's take there, but uh, it definitely would have been nice to just like not have to hide something in a situation that like, I don't know, like I knew I wasn't going to marry this person. Like mm-hmm. I knew that like really long term, this probably wouldn't, I've worked out and I was right, but (laughs) (laughs) um, it still would have been nice to feel a little bit more like I wasn't hiding a big part of myself from these people. Yeah. I've definitely just had the feeling, just that kind of frustration of being pagan is a very big part of my life for a lot of reasons. I mean, I'm very spiritual. It, It is definitely a very large, like, part of how I view the world but then also I have very close friendships that have come out from being pagan um and there's always that moment when I'm like talking to to family or something and it's not that we're close to talking about paganism but more along the lines of talking about like what you did for Halloween or something and there's just that moment of like I have things to say and I have things and experiences that are very important to me that I kind of want to talk about. And it's not even that I like want to talk to them about it. It's just that those answers like come to me and I have to have the moment of, Oh no, but I can't say them because I don't know what is going to be said next. Like even being a little bit careful about what jewelry I wear around like my parents because um a little while ago I wore my like I have a really nice medallion of the Morgan that I wear in a necklace and my I was talking to my parents and they saw that and one of them asked you know like what what is this who who is that not to be clear not in a mean way just very curious um and I I mean, there's no way for me to get out of that. So I just, just said, oh, it's it's the Morgan. She's an Irish goddess. And then there was like a very loaded few seconds of silence where everyone in the room understood what that meant, but no one was acknowledging it. Um, and just having to move on from that and having the little irritation of like, I don't particularly want to like then have a conversation about the Morgan with them, but just the irritation of like, but also I can't because I don't know what can of worms that might open. Like I don't want to wear my pentacle in case they see it. And that sparks any like uncomfortable glances. And it just, it's just a really weird and frustrating 
part of it. it just like I, I just can't tell people, oh, I went to celebrate uh, like Imolk the other day because I don't want to then talk about that and figure out how they're going to view me after that or what they're going to say that might make me upset. Yeah, because I feel like, especially with certain people who, you know, either you don't know their reaction or you do know their reaction, <laughs> it's it's kind of, I, I get the space of, because, you know, same way of, I'm, I'm very open about it, but there's just situations where it, yeah, you're right, like, it just, the words get caught right there, and you're like, oh, do I lie? Yeah. Do I yeah. say it in a more palatable way? palatable way? Do I cuz um what I've talked with you guys about is um just kind of briefly going into, you know, work stuff and not that I want to go into super like coworkers and everything, but just like the way I've done things is I say church. Mm-hmm. And I say I have religious obligations. Mm-hmm. And it kind of makes things like that more palatable. Mm-hmm. And um, so that I, we don't have to get into it. And no one has at this point asked, oh, what church do you go to? Uh, so I leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Or like I'll, um, when my partner and I left the uh, pagan group, we went and got like lunch afterwards. And, uh, we had, uh, we were just talking to the guy, it was like a little pizza place and the guy was just nice. And we were like, oh, we just came from church. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's one of those things where. You don't necessarily want to then have a deep conversation. Yeah. I, I'd be like, oh about- yeah, we were just at this, this pagan grove and, uh, but yeah. it is. It is a church. Technically, and that's the thing. It's legally a church. And that's where where I'm like, oh, saying I'm religious is not a lie, Mm -hmm. but I know exactly what kind of assumption you're going to make. Which is then me, with my definitely not present Christian baggage, doesn't want to say that because I don't, I I have the the issue of like, okay, but I don't want people to think that I'm Christian. (laughs) I don't necessarily want to then go into a conversation about what I am, but I don't want to say like like um a few weeks ago my co-workers were talking about like what did you do for Halloween and Fern and I went to a Samhain retreat uh in the woods um and it was just kind of going through people like what did you do and I just said I went camping um and it wasn't a lie that was involved in the Samhain retreat um and it was another thing of like I don't particularly want to have a conversation about how I went to a Samhain retreat and what is Samhain and what does that mean? But it was still that kind of like annoying little push of like, "Mm, but I, I can't say that because I don't know how that will go, Mm -hmm. which is just very aggravating. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things of like, is it, is it a better idea to always be out and like, you know, try and make this more of a thing so that it doesn't have to constantly feel like it's something you got to keep on mm-hmm. the DL, or do you spare your <laughs> the 30 minutes you'll have to explain in the same <laughs> goddamn conversation over and over again, 
and the uh, okay kind of looks well i think i'm in a little bit of a unusual circumstance in that i work at a university <laughs> so a lot of my coworkers are undergraduate students um but <laughs> being open actually at work has led to a couple of people coming to me with real and genuine questions, which has been very interesting. It's also led to like explaining to my boss what pagan versus Wiccan is and like the umbrellas in the umbrellas <laughs> in the umbrellas of terms that I could use. <laughs> but um, I thought it was very interesting like uh to get messages or have students ask me serious questions and like I guess you know basically to them be the face of it because it's like oh this is a real person it's not just like a tiktok thing mm. mm -hmm. so yeah I mean I did which is cool yes yeah I I did last year for uh fall equinox um I did actually email my professor to say, to take that day off. And I just said, I have a religious holiday. Did not specify, but I definitely knew like no one is going to understand unless you are a pagan. Like, okay, September 21st is what holiday is that? Yeah. And like, you're going to look for it and you're going to see the holiday and they're going to understand what that means. And I was definitely a little bit uncomfortable about it but I did it because it was like a public university and they legally can't do anything. <laughs> um, they have to give me the day off. Uh, and they, like I was already in the program. It's like, you can't really do anything to me. Knock on wood. And they didn't <laughs> and it was fine. Like I will probably, I have only really gone, been public like that in situations where I know that they can't do anything or if they do do anything it'll be a few minutes of like un like discomfort and then it'll be over as opposed to like talking to my coworkers who I'm probably going to be working with for a while and then not knowing how they're going to act even though I'm working with people that are generally very progressive and very open to different kinds of diversity mm -hmm. but it's still just that like like I'm kind of, I kind of think I'm not positive, but I think my boss is Catholic or some kind of Christianity. Right. And he's very nice. He's wonderful. I, on a logical level, I don't think he would act any differently. But there's still that like, but what if he does? <laughs> mm -hmm. And I even had uh, actually the first time I told anyone in a work situation was one of my previous bosses for this job. So, um, in a pretty conservative field <laughs> so it was um I guess a little bit more of a risk than you know when I work at a when I, while I'm here working at a university with a lot of students um and it went interestingly so the way it came up was basically she was giving solicited advice about where I should Kind of consider with my career moving forward um and she kind of said something along the lines of like it you know god has his place for everyone or something like that but she followed it up very kindly with i don't know if that's what you believe but that's how i view the world and so that led to well actually i'm pagan and um 
that was very interesting conversation and we I I'm actually kind of like glad that I did because those conversations were very understanding on both sides like um there was no well you're wrong because of that there's it was like I don't know anything about that and this is how I view it and what was really interesting and I really did appreciate was instead of just using you know like instead of coming at me and being like well this is what the church says and you should believe in God and following conversations whenever the idea of like God was mentioned it was my God mm-hmm. it wasn't which was which was nice in, in identifying that I it, it kind of validated where I was mm-hmm. and that it was different where, than where she was and that it that was the worldview she was coming from mm-hmm. so. it is very nice that she was saying like um my god because I've seen Christians get upset if you say like your god said that or the Christian God. It's like, I'm not saying that. I'm not trying to be mean or uh, belittle your God. I'm, I'm just being specific. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, so it is really nice that she just like gave that up front. Mm-hmm. I did appreciate that a lot. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> did she open the door? She opened the door. <laughs> Stella said Hello. <laughs> They right. had a cat intrusion. The cats are very confused about the people sitting in the closet. Mm-hmm. They are. Yeah. I guess on that note, we should probably wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We are um, just about out of time. Just about. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, does anyone have any last words they would like to discuss? or? I would, yeah, I would just say that um, acknowledging that it's hard. I think, I mean, I, I don't want to um, perpetuate a murder complex. Most definitely, I think that's an uh, important caveat. Yeah, but I, I would say just acknowledging that um, it is, it's just, it's just tough. And I think that um, being in a minority religion worldview is, it's just, it's just going to be hard. And it's just going to be one of those things where unfortunately you're going to have a lot of weird conversations and tough conversations. And um, statistically, you're probably not going to have an entire community of Mm -hmm. just pagans. Um, So learning how to have those conversations and when to have those conversations Mm -hmm. um, is really, really important. And I would also say, um, especially in terms of partners being very upfront (laughs) about that being a thing. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I've I've seen stuff on the internet about people who kind of keep religion in the backseat because it's an uncomfortable topic. But then you you fall in love with someone and you realize your religions are not compatible. And I am super glad that when I was like just talking to the guy who eventually became my partner. I was like, Hey, I'm pagan. And if this is something you're not cool with, I don't think we even need to talk. And he's yeah. like, Oh, that's fucking weird. All right. Anyways, um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, so yeah, just, that's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's also don't want to perpetuate the persecution complex that some pagans can fall into. Um, definitely like to talk about that more in a future episode, but 
but that doesn't mean that it isn't still hard sometimes and that it there aren't um you know complications that come along with being pagan in a world that is still very very not pagan um and that still sees pagan as very other um and you know take take your time <laughs> with figuring out how you want to navigate those relationships i mean i would say don't feel bad if you need to lie for a while because sometimes you need to yeah. um but yeah i i appreciated all of us being able to talk to you about our gen our, our tales <laughs> uh, our family woes a little bit <laughs> <laughs> no figuring all this stuff out and it's still an ongoing conversation Mm -hmm. and it will be for a long time forever Mm -hmm. (laughs) well on that note thank you all for listening um make sure that you uh check us out on instagram at three of witches and also twitter also at three of witches we're slowly building our platforms but we would love for any of you to join us there all right thank you and we will uh talk to you again in roughly two weeks Bye.